the smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested welcome to the cannabis radio network founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade industry headlines business updates medical reports marketing and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption let's grow together the cannabis radio network cannabisradio.com Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. 
Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us.
Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. myself but it seems like it's just moments since we met I'm kinda high let me introduce myself did we meet before or am I just kinda high if you think it a little strange dear take a puff on this and then You'll dig my sweet refrain, girl, when I sing it again. I'm kind of high, let me excuse myself. But it seems like it's just moments since we met. I'm kind of high, let me introduce myself. Welcome, everyone, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ Belville with The Russ Belville Show here on CannabisRadio.com. And we've got another guest joining us here at the desk. And I didn't get your name, so it's, we have to let you do it yourself. My name is Joel Twaits. I am the VP of Marketing and uh, Operations at Rainbow Nutrients. Ah, Joel from Rainbow Nutrients. Okay, so... That says to me, you uh, manufacture the stuff that growers need. We do, actually. We've been uh, quite uh, busy uh, in the industry. Uh, we've uh, been in the competition circuit for about eight years, and uh, through that, we've uh, gotten uh, 21 awards in 15 competitions across the world. Uh, we run a YouTube channel uh, that has about 215,000 followers and hmm. 42 million views. Wow, that's pretty amazing. We're here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference with Joel from Rainbow Nutrients. It's Raymo, sorry, Raymo Nutrients. What, sorry? <laughs> Raymo, R-E-M-O. R-E-M-O. Oh, you got it. Oh, Ramo. Yep. Okay. I thought you said Rainbow. Okay. That that to me is Remo, like Remo Williams. Yes. The movie. Yes. All right. R-E-M-O <laughs> Nutrients. However you pronounce it, Remo Nutrients is here at the desk. Is this your uh, first expo or you've been doing these for a while? We've been doing these for a yeah, while, yeah, actually. Uh, we were one of the first people to do uh, event coverage on YouTube. Uh, we've been doing, uh, doing this since uh, 2007. And uh, we started at the Amsterdam High Times Cannabis Cup. And then uh, since then, we've attended probably about 40 to 50 uh, events since uh, since then. So. Uh, quite active. What do when you see people at these events and they visit you at your desk? I mean, what are they asking most of the time? Uh, well, we're uh, promoting our nutrient company today, but uh, a lot of times it's uh, photo ops for uh, Ramo. Uh, he couldn't attend this event. Uh, he's busy in, uh, I believe, he's going to Prague uh, to attend an event down there. So, um, but usually it's uh, photo ops, uh, grow tips. Uh, we get these, uh, um, let them know exactly uh, how we get the strains and the end product that we do. And um, a lot of times it's uh, yeah photo ops. Okay, so. There's a lot of companies that are uh, getting involved in nutrients. Uh, what distinguishes Ramo? 
we have an unprecedented level of, uh, of quality control. So we've um, uh, taken the quality control away from the user and said, you know what, this is what you need to do in order to create a competition-grade product. And uh, that's going to be key, especially with the large production facilities, because uh, quality control and consistency is very, very important uh, in getting the uh, high-quality end product. So uh, with regards to our system over others, uh, it's to focus on uh, making the uh, even the most uh, unskilled grower uh, become a skilled grower without having to learn a skill set that takes years to learn. Now, how did you get involved with Ramo Nutrients? I married his daughter. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> married into it. Yeah, it's a family business. We, uh, we got started in 2010, and uh, things started to kick off. We had uh, been doing marketing and promotioning on YouTube in the past, and uh, I just got involved because uh, I had kind of a marketing background, and um, things kind of took off from there, and uh, we got the whole family working. Uh, even the little kid comes in every once in a while. Oh, that's fantastic. So uh, are you based here in Arizona? Where are you based? We're based in Maple Ridge, British Columbia. It's uh, just ah. about an hour's drive from Vancouver. So you just recently had an election. That seems to have turned in the we favor. We did. It's good for business. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So we're hoping that uh, we see some changes. Um, uh, they're not going to happen fast, but we're hoping within the next eight months. Wow. Yeah. Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party uh, got a, a full majority. They don't even have yes, to have a coalition yep. government. Oh, yeah. And they said what? Two years that they're going to work on this? Uh, I, that's the, that's what I heard. I heard eighteen months. But yeah. uh, you know what? It takes about nine months to get a trademark registered. So uh, I can't <laughs> imagine that changing weed laws is going to be much easier. <laughs> good point. Good point. We're speaking with Joel from Ramo Nutrients. Uh, online, if people want to find out more, where do they go? Well, uh, you can check us out uh, for our nutrient page at www.ramonutrients.com or uh, you can check out our U- uh, YouTube channel at uh, www.youtube.com slash urbanramo. All right. And remember, Ramo is R-E-M-O. <laughs> R-E-M-O, yes. Yeah. And uh, so you'll find out everything you need there. And uh, any other uh, information you'd like to give out to the audience? Uh, no, that's about it. We're uh, just working hard to get our nutrient line in there. And if uh, any facilities want to uh, get involved in uh, um, trying out our nutrient line, uh, we'll send you out some samples uh, and uh, you can just contact us through our website. So is, is Ramo then not just uh, direct to the customer, but direct to businesses as well? Well, it depends. I mean, we don't want to undercut our stores. We obviously want to be able to support the people who support us. Um, if you are a licensed commercial facility, uh, we, we can arrange to get the product directly to you. Uh, if not, uh, you can check out uh, our product did uh, a whole slew of stores. Uh, we just picked up Hydrofarm distribution as well, and so we should be in stores across America in the next couple months. And this isn't just legal states? This is in any state? This is any state. Right, because you're not anything illegal. You got here, it. Right? Yeah, you got it. I always tell people, you want to get involved <laughs> in the uh, in the weed business, find something that won't get you busted. Yeah, the ancillary <laughs> businesses are where it's at. I mean, uh, in the gold rush, everyone's looking for gold, but uh, you got to sell pickaxes and gold pens. That's right. Yep. All right. Well, Joel, thanks for joining us here at the desk. Excellent. And thanks for having th- me. Again, this uh, interview will be on soundcloud.com slash Radical Russ if you want to use it in the future. I'll check it out. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. We'll bring you more interviews here from the Southwest Cannabis Conference coming up in just a moment. Stay tuned for our next guest. Thank you, man. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate it. You bet. The high... Yeah, a couple there for you.
right. I'm kind of high. Yeah, we're Let me right excuse now. myself. I'm sorry? But it no, seems this like is a it's just the Tall Brothers. They're out of Vancouver, BC. Met. Yeah, it does I'm sound like they do a whole high. bunch of these jazz pop Let songs. Let me introduce myself. Did we meet before, or am I just kind of Welcome back, everybody. Radical Russ from CannabisRadio.com here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, and I'm joined by two guests in collaboration here at the desk. We have got Bruce Spiegel. He's from the Phoenix, New York company, and we've got Melinda Hinkson from Sigma Contracting, and I hope I got those names pronounced okay. Exactly right. Thank Perfect. you so much. Whoever's talking, you'll have to grab the mic and get it close to you. You can go ahead and grab this just like that. And uh, let's start with Bruce, because the Phoenix, New York company says it's a design consultancy, architecture, landscape architecture, and sustainable design, Sigma Contracting, contractor. So let's start with the contracting. Let's start with Melinda. Well, we really should start on the design side. Bruce gets the ball rolling, and then we come in and execute. Then we need to start on the design side with uh, Phoenix, New York company and Bruce Spiegel. So Bruce, uh, tell us about what your company's doing and how it's helping people in the cannabis industry. You know, I think uh, getting involved in the cannabis industry has been just a lot of fun. I think just learning how the how the business works. And uh, in the last couple of projects that we've done, I think the important thing that people need to get a grasp of is how much work needs to be done ahead of time before you ever get to that point where you're pulling a, pulling a building permit in that, you know, you may need zoning changes or use permits or... Um, other things that may really curtail that piece of property that you were thinking of leasing or buying. So it's important to get the uh, design team and the construction team involved up front so you really know what you're getting yourself into before you sign on the dotted line. As, as someone working in design and architecture, are there major differences for people working in this industry compared to any other design you might work on? You know, uh, you know, good design is, is good design anywhere you go. But I think what's interesting about these projects, at least on the ones that I've worked with, is a combination of high security and high comfort, where you want the, uh, the facility to be really safe and secure for both people working there and the people going there. And you also want to give them a feeling that they're at home and that this is a nice place, like a Starbucks or something where you can relax and make your decisions and feel good about what you're doing. All right. So, uh, Melinda, you're on the contracting side. So once uh, Bruce and his company put together the designs, you guys are the ones building them, right? Absolutely. And it's been a fun collaboration to do that with any industry, and especially this one because of the unique requirements that it has. Um, It's different from any other building. It's a lot the same. Your design and building a building, but uh, are doing a build out, but then it has its own unique nuances that you have to be very particular on and pay attention to the detail. Um, but like Bruce said, the big thing is to be able to have that nice, comforting environment that's very professional, but at the same, same time very secure. And that's mandated by the government. You know, they have certain regulations that we have to adhere to. So, but if you get both eyes on the paper up front, you can eliminate, eliminate a lot of the problems that you run into in process that cost time and money. So right. if we can collaborate ahead of time, it always makes for a smoother, better process in the long run. So, As you're doing uh, the building on some of these designs, are there more hurdles and roadblocks in this than trying to set up a, I don't know, a Walgreens or something? You know, from our perspective, um, not really. You yeah. know, a lot of that is 
met head on up front by the owner. Okay. Um, you know, they've got a lot of hurdles that they have to jump, you know, from financing and on through. Um, but once you know the regulations that you're dealing with, and Bruce on the design side, you know, will design to the regulations that we have to adhere to. And then we execute, you know, to Bruce's design um, based on what's out there and what the existing conditions are and what we're dealing with. So if you have a good collaborative team, to us, it's, it's no different. We put our skilled uh, expertise to work for the end product. I think the biggest hurdles are probably up front with the owner himself. Okay. In my opinion. And I think, oops, thank you. I think something that, again, owners need to um, take into consideration is that when they're looking for a property, to really understand, even though it may meet uh, the zoning requirements or, um, you know, whatever caveats that municipality has, because I know we've gone through that in a couple of places, is that once you get that, you know, look at that property and are ready to sign that lease, you really need to understand what you're getting into in terms of that building, because that could be, you know, like kind of a wreck, you know, and it's going to cost you a lot more than you thought to do that. So maybe that deal you were getting on the real estate is not such a great deal. It's like kind of like buying a used car in a lot of, you know, ways. Sure, except you can't take it back after three days if it's a lemon. Uh, We're speaking with uh, Bruce Spiegel from the Phoenix, New York company. You can find them at PNYCO.com, like Phoenix. New York company, <laughs> just abbreviate, PNYCO.com. And uh, Melinda Hickson here from Sigma Contracting. They're at SigmaContracting.com. Sometimes people learn very well from the negative examples of others. Can you think of a particular nightmare that you've had to deal with in trying to put some of these things together that could give us some object lessons? I think, uh, I think a lot of people... Thank you very much. <laughs> I think a lot of people uh, don't understand how much time it takes to do something sure. in terms of getting through the municipal processes and stuff like that. And also, we ran into one on a particular project where uh, the client had leased this property and had a very short trigger on it. And what do you know? Uh, there was asbestos in this building. Oh, and, oops. you know, boom, he didn't know that when he signed on the line. And he was a little naive about how good a deal it was. And that can set your project back, uh, you know, a good month. And mm. when you have to be done by a certain date because the bank is looking to get their cut or whatever, that can be kind of embarrassing, you know? Yeah, no kidding. So that speaks very highly of you need to get your consultants on board early so you have all the perspectives that you can on that building. Before yeah. you're obligated, absolutely. One, you know, they say measure one, uh, measure twice, cut once, yes, right? Exactly. You want to you want to get this stuff taken care of in advance before you got workers out there and right. and spending money on contracts and the and the the, the 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 licenses you need to get. I mean, there's a lot of things that can go wrong here, and so proper planning in advance is very important here. Uh, so let's uh, let's give you a chance to tell people if there's any other way they can get in contact with you or or any other things you'd like them to know? Well, we're at the ready. We enjoy the industry. And uh, for us, every experience is unique to learn more about the industry and the folks that are in it. Um, If you want to get a hold of Bruce, again, it's the phoenixnewyorkcompany.com and we're sigmacontracting.com. And uh, we'd be happy to bring our experience and expertise to work for you all and uh, sit down and do a consult if this is something that you're out there looking for, either on the dispensary side or the grow facility side. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, Melinda and Bruce, thank you so much for joining us here at the desk. And this interview will be available on SoundCloud if you guys want to uh, spread that around, embed it on web pages or whatever you might want to do. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having us. You bet. I'm Radical Russ here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo on CannabisRadio.com. Let's go back to the music.
Thanks, guys. But it seems like it's just moments since we met. I'm kinda high. Let me introduce myself. Did we meet before, or am I just kinda high? Did we meet before, or am I just kinda high? Did we meet before, or am I just kinda high? Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. What did I do with my lips? What the? F- oh, okay. I'm so old, I'm missing some teeth. I'm so old, I don't remember making this beat. I'm so old, I still listen to cassettes. I'm so old, I still say fresh and deaf. I'm so old, how old am I? I was getting drunk and huffing and getting high when cats like T-Pain and Lil Wayne were dishing in their diapers. I was chilling in the cypher. I'm so old, hip-hop passed me by. I'm so old, can't listen to jam at 94.5. I'm so old that the records I think are cool are looked at with laughter. Kids, this the old school. I'm so old that the old school to me is records from the 70s, not 2003. I'm so old, I still pop and lock, and the kids look at me like, what? Here's the thing everybody knows is true, but modern-day rappers can't seem to get through to the young brains of their whack-ass crew. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. Here's the thing record labels are. Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. And joining us here at the desk, we have Evan from Culture Magazine. Hi, Evan. Hello. Hi, and for the radio listeners, Evan is wearing the most awesome suit. Aww. It's just very, very nice. <laughs> uh, you'll be able to catch it on our photos and our uh, video pages. But Evan, Culture Magazine. Yes. Tell folks about Culture Magazine because there's a lot of magazines out there. Maybe there they haven't are. seen it. Culture Magazine uh, is a national uh, lifestyle magazine for the cannabis lover. We do recreational and medical uh, content, and we have local markets that have local content as well. We usually feature high-end celebrities on the cover. Um, This past month was Ben and Jerry, who talked about their advocacy for legalization and lots of entertainment features inside as well. So there's a, a national run of culture, but if you're in, say, L.A., there's like an L.A. version? Yes, yeah. Okay. There's How many different SoCal. locals do you have? There are seven right now. Yeah. Like you can name them? Uh, it's a quiz. San Diego, <laughs> Bay Area, uh, SoCal, which is generally Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Then there's a Washington, a Colorado, a Michigan. Is that it? Is that six? Oregon. 
Oregon. Ding. Yeah, Judges, can we accept that? Yes, we can accept that. You win. Yes. Uh, so you check out your local version of culture in the major marijuana states, we can say. Yeah, you can pick it up at your local doctor's office or dispensary um, or access point. And you can also visit us online. We have a digital issue that you're welcome to peruse that has both the local and the national versions. We also have a fabulous Twitter feed and Instagram feed as well. And it's all at iReadCulture.com. All right. And so the Twitters would be at iReadCulture. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so, Evan, how did you get involved with Culture Magazine? What's your background? My background is in journalism, actually. Okay. So I have been a journalist uh, for arts and entertainment uh, in Southern California for about five or six years. Um, I came onto Culture to work with another publication that we produced, which is Inland Empire Weekly uh, in Southern California. And I was the editor-in-chief for that, and Culture came with it. And so I've taken it off and run a thousand miles with it, and we're expanding every day. That's excellent. So uh, Culture Magazine, iReadCulture.com is where you want to check it out. We're speaking with Evan here from Culture Magazine. And uh, what are some of the differences you found, if any, uh, from your previous journalism career and now working in cannabis journalism? Well, that's a good question. I think cannabis journalism generally has a little bit more of a legal and governmental side to it. Um, obviously, arts and entertainment, it's not super serious. Nobody's it's, going to jail for it. Nobody's going to jail <laughs> yeah. for it unless they're doing something silly. Yeah. But I think most of the time, focusing on the regulations, the ever-changing rules, the constant evolution of the cannabis industry and the marketplace has really propelled cannabis journalism into a really specific field. Um, mm-hmm. It's very serious. It's very informed, and it has to be very detail-oriented. Okay. Um, we do like to focus more on the people that make up the cannabis culture, um, hence the name, culture. Um, we don't focus on the plant as much. We okay. focus solely on the community and the people and the, the players that really make this industry and community what it is. We even have a, a new business-to-business insider version of culture that you can pick up at the registration booth here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference called Culture B2B. Okay. And that's pretty fun, too, where we really get to dive into the industry, um, market analysis, trends, all of that stuff. Okay. So with culture having a national uh, imprint as well as seven local imprints, are these all handled by uh, staff writers or do you take submissions from freelancers? How does that work? We do have a slew of freelance writers that we use. Um, We have a couple of staff editors that also write for us. And I'm the only editor-in-chief, so I'll edit everything to kind of make sure it it brand, um, the brand synergy is there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we take submissions. We take pitches from any writer who's interested and willing. Uh, We work with a lot of lawyers and law offices to make sure that all of our information is accurate and detail-oriented. Okay. A lot of folks out there uh, who may be listening in the deep red states don't have a doctor or a dispensary to get yes. their copy of Culture. Uh, can they get the print copy as a subscription? And if yes. so, when it arrives, is it brown wrapper? Like they won't, so people won't know. Their postman won't know. Well, we're not quite as fancy as maybe some of the other um, larger Vogues or sure, sure. Um, Horizons magazines. But <laughs> but we do mail out subscriptions. We have um, subscriptions available on our website, and people get them monthly uh, mailed to them. And they're usually in envelopes with stamps, okay. hand addressed, and everything. Thing. Yeah, sometimes, you know, if you're sitting in Oklahoma, you may not want people knowing that you're getting Culture Magazine. Yeah, it won't say, you know, what it is inside. But Big magazine of weed! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. Well, that's fantastic. All right, so Culture Magazine, iReadCulture.com. 
Evan, thank you for joining us here thank at the desk. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And this interview will be available on my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Radical Russ, if you want to spread it around through Absolutely. social media or embed it. It's all yours. Great. Thank Thanks you. for being here. All right, let's go back to some music here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference. Before we do, let's remind you, tonight at 6 o'clock, there is the CannabisRadio.com Business Mixer premier networking event. It's at the Gypsy Bar, just a couple blocks away, 50 West Jefferson Street. It's free, but you got to be registered to attend. So go to TheBudBash.com to be able to sign up. It's also sponsored by Focus, River.com, GreenCranberry.com, SprayAndRelief.com, and the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol in Arizona. All right, we go back to the music. Thanks for joining us here on CannabisRadio.com. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. I'm so old that my first release came out on vinyl, no MP3s. I'm so old, my grandparents are dead. My kids are in school, still got a waterbed. I'm so old, I still got a Walkman with giant headphones. This shit sounds awesome. Auto reverse, record songs off the FM dial. I'm so old, my socks are archived. I'm so old, I don't play Nintendo. PlayStation, Xbox, yo no comprendo. Fist full of quarters, the arcade is better. Pinball wizard, high score, three letters. I'm so old, I was around before hip-hop. Drinking age was 18, getting drunk at sock hops. The milkman stopped putting milk in the icebox, and the kids say, what? what? Here's the thing everybody knows is true, but modern-day rappers can't seem to get through to the young brains of their whack-ass crew. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. Here's the thing record labels all do. Sign a teenager, drop him when he's 22. But I got longevity that definitely prove. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. Cold lamping on the corner looking for some fly girls. With painted on jeans checking out the jerry curls. With the sideways can go, freestyle rhymes. Looking at my swatch, it's about that time. Here's the thing everybody knows is true. But modern day rappers can't seem to get through. To the young brains of their whack-ass crew. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. Here's the thing record labels all do. Sign a teenager, drop him when he's 22. But I got longevity that definitely prove. Yeah, I'm old, but I'm doper than you. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. I'm so high and so dry I'm way up in the 
world seems light and I'm so right, Jack. I'm Melville. I'm gonna put my nickel in a slot machine and play my solid cinder. I'm gonna start packing Susie Q. How's the moon a bender? I'm so high and so dry. I'm sailing in the sky. I got my roach around and I can't come down. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never before heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Some for my godson Elijah and little girl named Corinne. Some say the black of the better, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Tupac kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. Don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him Cause sister, you don't need And I ain't trying to gash up, I just call him how I see You know what makes me unhappy? that When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a cat And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman And I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep your head up. Some 
thank the Lord for my kids, even if nobody else wants them. Cause I think we can make it, in fact, I'm sure. And if you fall, stand tall to come back for more. Cause ain't nothing worse than when your son wants to know why his daddy don't love him no more. You can't complain, you was dealt this hell of a hand without a man feeling helpless. Because it's too many things for you to deal with, dying inside, but outside you're looking To generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Big 
Fashion by gourmet Old worn out suits and shoes I don't pay no union dues I smoke so much that I have fun Short but not too big around I'm a man that not means by no means King of the road I don't ever on every train All of their children And all of their names And every hand Every town And every lock that ain't locked When no one's around that smoke Oh, so is I have found Short but not too big Around Man of means By no means King of the road From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. What in the hell? I know that's well, not Frank, Kenny Estes. Why are they messing with him again, man? Police cars here Listen. on the scene where one of the raids took place earlier today. We're trying to find out exactly what Oakland police officers are doing here Leave right now. Leave them alone. Federal authorities, as you mentioned, are being tight-lipped about what they were doing during several raids this morning. He's in a wheelchair. He's in a motherfucking wheelchair, man. Can you believe this shit? You guys need to stop fucking with Ken, man. Scared my kids. Why'd you have to kick in full right gear the whole door in? Cut all my plants down. To generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome, my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you right now, I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor or are you smoking sun grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com.
Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God. It's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The state of cannabis. On demand anytime, only on cannabisradio.com. A thousand million years ago, nature said, Let it grow.
bastards, blessed smoke, even grow it says grow more weed. A silly prohibition, lives are being shattered if we grow more weed. You criminalize me, don't do it to my kids if they grow more Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Another day, another holla. To biggity big boy wants $65. That's all right, yo, I can't complain. Cause that cracker big boy got some dank ass strains. Here's where I hit my first dilemma. He's 20 miles away and I got 15 minutes. You grab the stash, we got to fly. I got the piece, you got the lighter, hit the tunes, and now let's get high. high. I wanna get high. high. I said get high. Let's get high. I wanna get high. I said get high. We ain't never gonna die. I hit 110 on the 101. Spark a shit up, the countdown has begun. Halfway there by the end of my bowl. I'm a five times champ in vehicle control shit. Almost there, I can feel it close. I'm so fucking fried like a piece of French toast. Just then, I realized what I passed. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Everybody get, 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 everybody get
Hey everyone, Radical Russ here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference at the CannabisRadio.com desk reminding you we have got a business mixer going on tonight, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Brought to you by Focus, River.com, GreenCranberry.com, SprayAndRelief.com, and the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol in Arizona. The event is free and it starts right after this conference ends, 6 o'clock at the Gypsy Bar, just two blocks away. But you got to sign up. Go to thebudbash.com to sign up and get your free tickets now. We'll be back with more interviews in just a few moments. Everybody get Everybody get Level test, one, two. Nothing? Getting anything? One, two, level test. Le- 
Ready? All right. Checking our mic level. Anything? Nothing? Test, 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 test. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes it a little more difficult. All right. Well, I don't think you're going to get anything in that one, so let it keep recording. There I am with uh, one-tenth. There I am with two-tenths. There I am with three-tenths. And I can't go any higher than that without feedback. At what point when I said one tenth t- at, or the whole thing? The whole thing, okay. Excellent. Well, I changed considering that they. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect yeah. with the growing Cannabis Radio yeah. social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Welcome back, everybody. Radical Russ here at the CannabisRadio.com desk at the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. Joining me here at the desk is Khadija Adams. She's with Marijuana Investments and Private Retreat. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me, Russ. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So Marijuana Investment and Private Retreat sounds like uh, a vacation. What's that? You know what? And and this is the beauty of it because isn't it amazing when you can take a vacation and invest at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Is that awesome or what? Yeah. Well, Marijuana Investment and Private Retreats, we are business consultants with a specialty, mind you, in teaching investment education with regards to the OTC market in regards to marijuana stocks. Okay. So we're talking about the... Uh, the, the pink sheet stocks, the penny well, stocks. Well, we're actually talking not, not all penny not stocks all are pink sheets. Oh, now, okay. there is the, yeah, there's the OTCQX. Okay. You know, there's different levels. The pink sheets don't have to report to the Securities and Exchange Commission. So they're a, they're a lot more volatile, and they're extremely, extremely risky. Whereas the, 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 as they graduate, as companies graduate, right, and they start reporting more, then they go up different levels. Okay. So there's different levels, yeah. Gotcha. All right. So for someone who's wanting to get involved in this, I mean, all the news reports talk about hundreds of millions, billions, all this yeah. billion-dollar money that's flying around, and there's a lot of people excited about it. Sure. What tips would you give them as they're looking for investment opportunities? Absolutely. First of all, you want to make sure that before you invest that you find out about the industry because you don't want to invest in an industry that you don't know anything about. Sure. Right? And then you want to make sure that you align with the right people who can help you invest wisely. Um, And if you're not able to do that, and let's say you had an online brokerage account, right? Let's say you go there and you see these companies and you want to invest. Make sure that you... Look at their financials. Look at their fundamentals. Read the footnotes, okay? Find out what type of business is it. Is the product even a viable product? And um, you have to read these um, business plans if they have them because some of them on the, on the OTC market, they don't even have business plans. Oh, they my. just have great press releases, and they pump you up, and, yeah. you know, you want to be careful. Okay. So uh, when people want to get involved in this, what is the retreat like? Where do you go? How long is it? And so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let, let me share this part. The marijuana investment side, that's what where we 
take care of the education, the investment education, the OTC workshops. Okay. Now, for accredited investors, we act as liaisons, and what we do is we attach them or connect them to private equity companies where the private retreat comes in at is that we have a lot of celebrities and doctors and lawyers and NFL and and NBA and all these people who are accredited investors who are interested in investing in the industry, but they can't be seen in the industry. And in that case, we put them up in a private location and we bring the industry, we bring the private equity representatives to them. Kobe Bryant, I know that's you out there. I know that's you, Kobe. Hey, that's from your mouth. I, I don't know that. I'm just I'm speculating. Uh, <laughs> Khadija Adams here with uh, Marijuana Investment and Private Retreat. So the private retreat side. What's yes. that about? Well, the private retreat side, we have, um, you know, different high, high profile people who, who really want more information and they want the experience of the cannabis industry, but they cannot come out. So we put them up in um, one of our places, either in Castle Rock or in downtown Denver. Um, usually it's either a private mansion, bed and breakfast or a private hotel. And um, we take them on a private tour. Oh, how nice. And then we bring the private equity um, representatives to them so that they can share with them how they can invest in the cannabis industry as accredited investors. You know, there, there might be people that are sitting there. They got some money. Maybe they won the lottery. I don't know. Uh, and you keep saying accredited investor. Yes. What does that mean? Well, an accredited investor, according to the SEC, the accredited investors uh, must earn, if you're single, $200,000 or more a year or have assets of over a million dollars, a million dollars or more. If you're married, you're earning 300000 per year. And mind you, the two years prior to must be consecutive and then you should be on track as well this year to do the same thing. And you're considered to be accredited. You're able to invest in the private sector. Um, except now, you know, Colorado just passed that crowdfunding law. Oh, really? The crowdfunding act where um, non-accredited Colorado residents can invest up to $5,000 per year in the private sector through crowdfunding. Wow. And I thought that was pretty amazing. I don't, I don't like the program just yet. You know, I think it needs some help, a lot of help. Um, but for right now, I think it's a start. Yeah. All right. Now, Khadija, um, as you look at the other states, I mean, you keep mentioning Colorado. That's right. What are some of the differences or pitfalls in investing state by state? Well, you know, I don't know much about state by state. That's why I chose the OTC market. Okay. And I chose the OTC market because it allows people in any state, whether cannabis is legal in their state or not, it allows them to invest in this industry and get involved. But what they don't want to do is just go in and start buying stocks without knowing what they're doing. Yeah. So they want to have some type of guidance. You know, you even though they're penny stocks, you still don't want to lose your money, right? Yeah. Is there any sort of metric that shows the performance of these stocks that we can, you know, give people any ideas of? Well, I mean, you can always go through a resource that I use, which is MJIC uh, Marijuana Index. And then we also have, there's so many out there, though, because you have so many different competitive companies. That's just one of the ones I like. I like 420 Investor. Um, Alan Broxine, he keeps us abreast. And my personal mentor, Jason Spadafora, the Wolf of Weed Street. Yes, you know, he earned over 515,000 in this industry. And, you know, he taught me how to to earn some money and now I'm teaching other people how to do the same thing and just get positioned because right now is the time. That's great, you know, spreading the knowledge for so many other people. Uh, Khadija Adams with Marijuana Investment and Private Retreat. Uh, give folks any contact or website, Facebook, any of that stuff they Absolutely. need to know. Absolutely. So our website is marijuana investment retreat.com. 
um, or you can call 855-727-MIPR. All right. We'll get all of that down. And one last question. What brought you to this? Uh, What's your background and how did you get involved in the cannabis industry? That's a great question. I've been an entrepreneur since 1997. Um, I um, I started a business in real estate company uh, from my garage, mind you, raising four sons as a single mom Mm. when everybody said it wasn't possible. Uh I took that company nationwide in six months. Wow. And um, we had that company for 10 and a half years. And then I went into the technology company, opened up a chain of retail stores in Houston, Texas, did really well, and um, got wind that Colorado was legalizing, and I sold everything. <laughs> yes. And um, you better believe it. And, and But here's the thing, though. I really didn't come into the industry just to make a lot of money. Now, mind you, that's, that's the goal, right? Sure. Um, but I knew I could do that. I know how to do that part. What I wanted to do was add value to the industry. See, what I kept hearing when I was going to networking events and all that, I kept hearing medical patients and veterans and nine to five were saying, well, man, how can I get involved? You know, if I'm not accredited, you know, everybody else is doing this. I laid the foundation for this. Mm-hmm. So... We started a program teaching veterans how to create and establish an investment portfolio using marijuana stock. doesn't mean that they have to purchase them, right? But we can teach them the mechanism. Because one thing I know for sure is when our veterans who have given everything, they've given not only their lives, sometimes their family lives, right? Mm-hmm. They lose their families. Sometimes they lose their minds, yeah. their limbs, right? And when they die, guess what? They die with nothing, right? This is a way for them to create and establish an investment portfolio with the anticipation of leaving something for their families. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so we started that program, and it is free to veterans. Hmm. And we do give them a um, refurbished laptop. Oh, wow. So that they can go online (laughs) and, you know, do the research and get the information. Because think about it. You take 100 bucks, right? Yeah. And you blow it on dinner. For two people. And yeah. sometimes it's more than that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you took 100 bucks and you invested it in penny stocks, let's say you got a penny stock that was .001. Tenth of a penny. Okay. Do you know you can purchase 100,000 shares with $100 and you still got 100 left? <laughs> if you started with 200, I mean, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? I get you. And just think about it. And let's say that there's a possibility, and I'm not saying all penny stocks go from zero to five. You know, but it happens, right? Sure. Okay, there's a lot of volatility, but there's a lot of people who are earning money in that volatility. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Jason Spadafora. Oh, yeah. You even have, um, outside of marijuana stocks, you even have Tim Seitz, who turned 12000 something dollars into $4 million. Sure. Right? So it's happening. And so what I'm saying to people is that right now is the time, because this is the beginning of this. We're not even on the ground floor. We're still in the basement. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of these companies will be the next big industries, like um, um, the big next big companies like HP, like Google. Sure. You know, you look at Microsoft. Look at, yeah, absolutely. And so, but some of them are going to die, and that's some just the them, risk that yeah. you take when you invest. But guess what? You take a risk every time you wake up, Rush. Yeah, you sure do. Khadija Adams. The website is Marijuana Investment Retreat. Right. Com. It's Marijuana Investment and Private Retreat. Learn everything you need to know to get involved in the investment side of this growing green rush. Khadija, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Rush. I enjoyed it. You're welcome. And uh, this uh, interview will be available on SoundCloud at Radical, uh, soundcloud.com slash Radical Rush. You're welcome to share it, pass it along to anyone you Absolutely. Like. I look forward to it. Thank thanks you so again. much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Radical Rush here at the uh, CannabisRadio.com booth. We're going to take a break. Play some more music. We'll be back with more interviews.
Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo. I'm Radical Russ here with CannabisRadio.com. Joining me at the desk, we have Dan Bacon, who is representing the Srills.com website, as well as Grow Element Technologies. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a wonderful opportunity. Hello, all you listeners. Oh, yes. And I just heard bacon causes cancer, so... Those are lies. Lies. Damned lies. Probably also by the cow council that wants you to eat more chicken. (laughs) That's probably who it is. There we go. So let's start with Srills. It's S-R-I-L-L-S dot com. Looks like a a product line for um, All natural pesticides and herbicides, and they've been around for 10 years. They have 30 products out, uh, mostly out east, but now we're going west, and uh, the new product that we developed is the uh, all-natural pest bully for the marijuana grower and the all-natural fungus bully. These are specifically made to be used on marijuana plants that will not shock or burn your plants. And because the push to become all-natural in the way you grow and have all-natural solutions to remove pests or fungus is here, we came out with the solution about a little over four months ago, about the same time that the big crackdown in uh, Denver took place by the Marijuana uh, Enforcement Division. And as you know, the Marijuana Enforcement Division, or MED, came in and they basically check the plants to see what was being sprayed on them and if they didn't like it like eagle 20 or other chemicals they just cut your plants down and you were left with nothing and this Mm -hmm. happened to a lot of growers and so many folks are grateful to our timing to come out with a solution that they can use to get rid of the spider mites the eggs the larvae as well as uh, uh, any kind of powdery mold that might get on your plants these will get rid of them and they will not require an MSD. They are approved by the Department of Agriculture in, in Colorado, and of course they'll be approved around the country as everybody, uh, as we keep submitting. Yeah, and that's been a difficulty too, because um, a lot of this stuff is handled at the USDA level, isn't it? The federal level? Yeah, it starts at the EPA, the okay. Environmental Protection Agency, and it just trickles all the way down, but we are so compliant, and, and because we do not have any chemicals in our product, it's all natural, we are totally exempt from the EPA all the way down And so you do not, and this makes all the uh, growers happy, you do not need an MSDS, and that makes uh, people very relieved. And we have uh, ingredients that are all natural that are below the MSDS requirement. So even if you have uh, OSHA or the fire department on your back, you can show them our product and say, hey, 
they're completely exempt and they'll agree. All right. Yeah. Let's take a look at the other side that you're uh, promoting today, too. Grow Element Technologies looks like lights. Exactly. And there are, I like to say that there are a lot of lights out there, and every one of those people is going to look you in the eye and say, we make the best light. So, I, so I'm going to look you in the eye and say, we make the best light. Exactly. <laughs> but the nice thing about Grow Element is out of all those lights that are existing uh, and that are in people's grows right now, we are the only light has the, that has been developed for growing marijuana. So it sets us apart from everyone else. And our light literally will become the dominant force in just about everybody's grow. And I will tell you why. And, and I'll ask you, would Please. you like to know why? Please tell me. Okay. Our light... <laughs> has been redesigned after all the other lights were tested and we've got to work out all the bugs. So now you get lights that are uh, uh, much more intense but are, are able to um, give you a temperature of 80 or below so that you can keep the light close to your plant without it actually burning. Oh. And this is huge because the more closely you can grow a light or put a light to a, a marijuana plant, the more light it gets, the more uh, photosynthesis it gets, and you get more bud developing. We also redesigned the, the um, hood, so now the light gets below into the lower part of the plant, so you get 30% more light, and now your bud at the bottom of the plant starts to grow a lot bigger. Hmm. So if you're normally getting maybe an output of uh, one pound, or maybe if you're lucky up to a pound and a half of product per plant, we should be able to give you at least a pound and a half all the way up to three pounds per plant so that's a huge huge improvement over all the other lamps that exist led or with bulbs and as a result we know that you're going to eventually put all your money and effort into our lights and they will make you a lot more money and that's the bottom line yeah that's great we're speaking with dan bacon here he's uh representing srills.com as well as grow element technologies do you know their website by any chance um it is it is G. Is it on there? It is www.glement.co. Oh, one of the dot .co's. Yes, exactly. And if you go there, you'll be able to get all kinds of very useful information about how well designed our bulb is, which, by the way, will go to two years. It's a high-pressure sodium bulb, double-ended, and it will cost a lot less to use our bulb, and it gives you the full 1,000 watts that you give. It doesn't have that drop-off that, you know, you pay for 1,000, but maybe only putting out 800 watts. Gotcha. So uh, you'll find that we do a much superior job at getting light to your plant, and therefore you get a better grow, and, again, everybody's happy because you have a better yield. Yeah, you mentioned uh, this light uh, producing less heat, which is very useful. Uh, how about the energy consumption? Any differences there? Energy is exactly the same, and yeah. we will not sell. We will not save you a single penny in energy. But and here's how this works: the bulb is protected by a layer of glass, which is nothing special, but it allows all the light through, but holds the heat in. And then, as you vent air through your grow and, and blow air through the vents, it will push the hot air out, it'll get recirculated, but your room will stay at around 80 degrees or less, and that way your uh, plants can thrive and flourish, and they won't have to worry about getting dried out and, 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 and dying. So we, we solve so many problems that you'll never have with any other light, period. Mm, that's excellent news. All right, Dan Bacon, Srills.com, we got GrowElement.co. Again, yeah, G-Element. G-Element. Yeah, Dot co, co. and srills.com and uh, thank you for joining us sure. here at the cannabisradio.com desk and good luck on the show great thank you very much I appreciate your time and help thank you so much see you later <laughs> alright we'll go back to some more music here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference Bye. 
Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. thing for marijuana surrounds me like a sauna when i get with you i wanna tell the world how much i love you i am a cannabis man got a joint in each of my hands mexican or panama red this true love will never Makes me feel just like an iguana. I know I like you like no other. In the morning, I'm always looking for you, man. I am a cannabis man. Once again, got the grass in the back of my van. Colombian or Sansomnia. with marijuana feel it in my balls man so many kinds of this skunky mama she is my prima donna i am a mary jane man smoke a bong or aluminum can let's light up this giant spliff roll them up we'll hotbox it some marijuana headed down to Tijuana driving in a van that's made of ganja just to prove how much I love ya I am the prince of pot got the river inside my sock northern lights are purple power oh how I love this flower Welcome back, everyone, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ at the CannabisRadio.com desk, 
And uh, joining us here is David Perlaza. He's with MarijuanaDispensaryApps.com. David, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So MarijuanaDispensaryApps.com sounds pretty self-explanatory, but why don't you tell people what it's all about? Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, basically what we wanted to do was bring some branding and awareness uh, to the most util- utilized device in the, in the world right now, being the phone. Uh, we know that everything's kind of going more mobile, and we've been doing this for a long time with uh, other industries, and we're now, for the last like 60 days, been venturing into the, the marijuana industry, and it's been very well received. Uh, it does a lot of features that I think aren't available right now for the dispensaries and it really ties in well because it grabs so many different things that marijuana dispensaries maybe pay for individually and bundles it all into one app and it's theirs their brand their logo their icon yeah. uh, their what color are, scheme and everything what are some of those things that they're paying for separately that get put together in your apps yeah so the the app again it's fully customizable so they can have any kind of uh, features that they want to have. We have about 20 that we include, uh, and they can have more than that or less, however they want. There's no difference in price or anything. Uh, but some of the things that we do is like menus and uh, photos of the location of their products. Uh, we can do blogging, reviews of you know new strains or new products or tips, anything they want to share with the public through, through a video, like through YouTube. Mobile coupons, digital gift cards. Hmm. We also do loyalty and rewards. We actually have that in two different platforms. One being a point system that allows you to accumulate points on the money you spend, and it's also used for tracking because we know that some states have a minimum, uh, you know, a maximum of what how much product that a person can buy. Sure. So it actually allows them to track, you know, what their purchases are for the month. Uh, and the other one is a digital coupon uh, system. So that is a uh, I'm sorry, digital. Uh, digital punch card system i apologize so they can actually stamp for like i don't know whatever they want if they want to just do like for pre-rolls or something like that they can stamp it through the through the app wow that's great stuff now for the people out there running the dispensaries they might not be computer people is there a lot of tech experience they need to be able to work with you guys on this uh we don't i'm so glad you mentioned that because one of the biggest most attractive features in this whole thing is that you get a dedicated account manager Uh and they manage everything for you so they set up the broadcast for your daily specials, for events you have going on, for your coupons, uh, and they blast it out to the, to the patrons via three different ways. One being push notification, as well as in-app alerts, and email broadcasting. Okay. Uh, you just have to communicate with your account manager and let them know how you want the broadcasting and the, you know, the notifications being sent out. They actually take care of, take care of everything on the back end. Hmm. Now, for those you know, customers that are a little more tech-savvy, they do have accessibility to go into the, the back end and change things as they want, update photos, change like anything. Like a dashboard. Like a dashboard, sort. exactly like that, yep. Wow. So I, I'd, I'd assume that these apps are available on the iOS platform and Android. How about uh, BlackBerry, Windows Phone? Well, the apps are, are can be put on any kind of mobile device right okay. now. Um, and there is no charge for the app to be put onto the to the mobile device for the consumer. However, there is, uh, there is some of the dispensaries we're working with did want to actually make like a a, a, like a subscription plan, so if they pay five bucks a month, they get some perks. You know, if they want, a, you know, that's the, that could be like the the bronze package. You can do a gold and a silver. You know, for ten or fifteen dollars extra a month, you'd get, you know, twenty five percent off coupons or I, you know, whatever they want. That's the beauty of the app is it's fully customizable. They have carte blanche to do whatever, however they want. Uh, there's no regulation as far as no, you can't put that. I mean, obviously, 
under the law, of course, sure. but like whatever they want, there's no, they can, the sky's the limit. Wow. All right. So we're, uh, we're speaking with David Perlaza from MarijuanaDispensaryApps.com. David, what's your background? How did you get involved with this? So I started with, with, uh, with City Cheers. We started in the, the bar and restaurant industry. The, they had a really good connection with Anheuser-Busch, so we've been developing this with um, the, the bar and restaurant industry. We wanted to, to go branch out into the, uh, the marijuana uh, industry as well, so we went with uh, marijuana dispensary apps. Dot com, uh, and that's the sister company. So that's how we're getting all of the attention directly from this from this event and everyone who comes by. Um, I've had a huge background in sales. I've been doing project management for a long time. A lot of a process improvement. So I'm really good at kind of helping out the the owner, kind of consolidate all the things that they're doing and putting it on on one one thing that can be managed very easily, um, streamlined. So there isn't a lot of like going here and there for this and that and the other and all these different programs. One of the coolest things that we're moving into right now is mobile ordering. So okay. you can actually have your your patients order through the phone. They can either have it picked up at the dispensary or they'll be able to actually have, if they want to have a delivery service, uh, they can have the transaction be done through the phone. Wow. Yeah, so you can order, pay for it, and have it delivered. Eventually, we'll get into a into a, uh, a situation where you can see the driver coming to you in a like, little map like area, Uber. like Uber. Exactly. <laughs> you can see a picture of them. They can see a picture of you, so you can make it a face-to-face transaction. Yeah. Uh, we need processing for that, credit card processing. So we partnered with one of the leading industries for marijuana uh, POS systems, and they have the whole thing uh, laid out for us with a tablet or with the phone. Again, as long as it's an Android or uh, even Apple, it doesn't matter. We can yeah. we can get the swipe done. Wow, that's fantastic stuff. All right, so uh, MarijuanaDispensaryApps.com is the website. Are you guys based here in Arizona? The company was created in uh, in San Jose, California, but yes, we're, we are the, the sales department here in Arizona, so we're direct here, but we're, we're nationwide. Right, so. it wouldn't yeah. matter which state you're in if you wanted to get this developed, you could yep, still yep, have exactly, it. Exactly. And it uh, sounds like the only technical knowledge you'd need to know on your side is how to send an email. Exactly. Or even or, that, you could just call if you want. Or wanted. a text message, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people just kind of say, yeah, I'm running with the same specials this week and send a quick message over to the account manager, then it gets done that way. Uh, you know, just a couple more things I want to just mention, too. Sure. Is, the, the, the broadcasting aspect is really nice because we can make sure that we can get this information out real time. So if they want to, hey, you know what, I just thought of something today, I want to get this special out, they can call their manager on as long as it's within business hours and then get the information sent out immediately. Uh, there's no, de- no need to update the app. It goes through right away to the peop- everybody who has the app's um, phones wow. through the system. So That's pretty cool. Anything else you need to tell the audience before we go? No, I just I'm so happy that we got into this. I know that this is such a growing industry, and the, the main thing we want to make sure is we're building awareness. Um, you know, this is there's so much that people probably don't know about it, and you know, through the app, you can really get that information out there. As I mentioned before, you can blog, you can do demonstrations, you can have charity events, you can do anything, and it's a great way to get your brand, your logo, your the kind of awareness you want onto the thing that's utilized the most in the world. Obviously, the phone, you know, being that so. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great, great way to market your your business. So. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, everything's moving to mobile, and uh, I can't tell you how many apps I got on my phone. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure one of yours will end up there very, very soon. I'm hoping so. David Palazzo from MarijuanaDispensaryApps.com. Check them out online and here at the Southwest Cannabis Conference. You will be glad you did. Thanks for joining us, David. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right. These interviews will be available on SoundCloud.com slash Radical Russ. If you'd like to uh, pass it along, share it, embed it any way you like. It's all for you in the cannabis community.
I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more interviews in just a few minutes. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem, so I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Marijuana, marijuana, it reminds me of a Jesus Jong story, smoking weed because I got a in the reefer like a hip-hop star, oh, marijuana, marijuana, cause you know that we be smoking out, smoking weed with my man, man, cow, smoke out those marijuanos. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com.
Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Now here's a story about Minnie the Moocher She was a red-hot hoochie-coocher She was the roughest, toughest rail But Minnie had a heart as big as a hay whale Holy, holy, ho Holy, holy, ho Hidey, hidey, Loved him though he was cocky. He took her down to Chinatown. He showed her how to kick the gong around. Showed her how to kick the gong around. Hardy ho, hardy ho, hardy ha ha, hardy ha ha. What a He gave her things that she was needing. He gave her a home built of gold and steel, a diamond car with a platinum wheel. Waddy woody way, waddy woody way.
Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Yeah. 
Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. This is my moonshine rhyme. You know I'm staying drunk most all of the time. I say goodbye to the world, then I go again. Get back, relax, drink it with my friends. This 
San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. My mushroom, my mushroom, man, you still making some of that mushroom tea? My mushroom. <laughs> Let's take a little trip. Come on. Who wanna dabble in the mushroom cloud with me? I'm ready to mack them down and get them stuck up in my teeth. Been a long time since the last time. No lying, cause I did it last week. Hey, <laughs> my brain, getting ready for sleep. I put the poison in my mouth and then I turn up the beat. Somebody please tell me why the fungus among us, the smallest, be the one to make me really reach my peak. Uh, I'm sitting all alone in my zone and waiting. Check one was that I ate them and pulled it out on my deck. Two lock the doors so no one can intersect. When I'm tripping, seeing colors, you better leave me alone. I'm in the cloud with the boom and the pick, and I'm like I know I'm right now. Starting to feel it all in my bones. I'm yawning like a motherfucker. Thank God I'm at home. Trap. 
straight south, so I'm giving weird audio. It got a grip on my brain, I should have took it slow. I bounce past, pronounce everything I fucking know. Said he tripping while I'm melting in my chair. I'm hearing all the people yelling when there ain't nobody there, I swear. I'm losing brain cells by the second and checking my pulse so I don't end up dying with my stomach swole. All this psilocybin psychedelic sickness, the way I'm riding solo when Welcome back, everyone, to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo here at the Convention Center in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com, and joining us here at the desk is our first elected official of the day. We've got State Senator Mark Madsen from the Beehive State of Utah. Mark, welcome to the show. Great to be here. So uh, Utah really blew people's minds last year when you passed a limited medical marijuana measure, a CBD oil measure for epileptic kids. Can you give us an update on that and how the legislators have responded to that? Were their fears realized or not? I mean, what's the flavor there in Utah on that? Well, to the extent it's working, it's working well. I think that the total number of of people who are served is under 100. I think we've got about 85 uh, kids, mostly kids. I think there might be a few adults. Mm -hmm. So it was a very small first step, but it was a good first step. And and, uh, some of those kids are doing well with just the the, the, the low THC. Some of them are not doing as well and and have uh, needed to, to, to... change the ratio uh, to get the relief they need. But uh, uh, yeah, great, uh, great first step. What is your current law in Utah as far as that ratio goes? A lot of people don't know that when we're talking about these CBD oil laws, a lot of time it's a min max on the CBD versus how much THC. Yeah, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think in Utah right now it just it has to be less than a 003 percent. Yeah. I think it's just a very low percentage of THC, virtually yeah. non-existent. Point three percent, like the uh, industrial hemp would be. In yes, a lot I of think states. that's the same number they borrowed. Yeah. So, uh, is there any place in Utah where people can get this oil? Yet. No, and that's one of the other shortcomings of the laws that exist right now is that they have to, everybody kind of turns a blind eye. They obviously have to go to some other state, typically uh, uh, Colorado, I think, uh, because they can't get a medical card other places. They have to go into a recreational state, get the medicine for their kids, and bring it back over the border. Right, and that, of course, is fraught with all sorts of difficulties, the possibility of being charged as a interstate drug trafficker. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's terrible. Sure. Not to mention the cost and the hassle of having to go to another state to get your medicine. So is there a movement uh, in the Utah legislature to to address those problems? Well, sure. I, la- earlier this year, I, I ran uh, my bill, which would mirror the 23 other states. We went through and identified eight conditions uh, that uh, t- states typically uh, uh, list in their in their law uh, for, for patients who would who would qualify, um, and 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 created legislatively created a, a bill that uh, anticipated uh, four commercial entities: a grow, a processing, testing, and dispensary, and then set up a, a structure or a process for patients and physicians to fill in an applicate, fill out an application together, submit it to the state, receive a card that they could use to then go to the dispensary. So it is a, uh, uh, it is a, pr- a pretty robust system, a lot of oversight and a lot of regulation, uh, as, as the other states have put in place as well. But, uh, you know, it really struck me when they brought those little kids out on the Senate floor back in 2014 when we passed the CBD-only o- o- uh, bill, and I realized that it was government policy that had been denying relief to these little kids who were suffering and, and unfortunately, dying. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the government long ago got into the business of practicing medicine. And, and we as elected officials can't just say, well, we can't, 
practice medicine, anything we do, one way or the other, we vote yes or no, we're making a medical decision for people, and it's my belief that those decisions should be made by the individuals themselves, consulting with their physician, rather than having a bureaucrat in a lab coat somewhere at an FDA lab somewhere that I've never met, doesn't care anything about me, make those medical decisions for me. Yeah, and we're speaking again with uh, State Senator Mark Madsen from the state of Utah, and... Uh, how is the prognosis for your bill and moving forward on this? I'm very optimistic. Again, it, it only lost by one vote in, on the Senate floor last year. So I do think we have some momentum. And the opposition is out in force. They've rallied. They've organized. It's principally coming from government itself, from law enforcement, hmm. from some of the other bureaucracies within government um, that see a threat to the revenue stream or their power base. Uh, but, I'm, I'm again, I'm very optimistic. Um, uh, that the people of Utah get it. We're consistently getting over 70% support, regardless of religious affiliation, mm-hmm. uh, that people understand it. So often it's because they, they themselves have either had one of the conditions and suffered uh, without relief or have had a loved one, someone near to them, who has uh, had cancer and gone through chemotherapy or has multiple sclerosis, and they understand that, again, the policy government is denying relief, denying quality of life through, uh, for people through the current policy. So I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm always uh, stunned by the disconnect between the politicians and the people on the medical marijuana issue. And even granting the fact that Utah is an extremely conservative state with a very high religious participation uh, in that state, it seems like the people really are getting this. Uh, Is there... Is there a Tenth Amendment argument that people are buying on this as well? You keep mentioning the federal interference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, again, this for, for conservatives, and I'm ranked as one of the most conservative members of our legislature, and this is ready-made for conservatives. Every aspect of our philosophy, or at least what we're supposed to believe in, the individual liberty, the limited government, um, uh, and, and yes, uh, uh, the... the, the you know, in, in other states, uh, it's my understanding that the Mormon Church has said that this decision is, is a doctor-patient decision, decision just like any other prescription. Or, or You know, it can be abused, but it should be left at that level. Personally, um, I, I would be a patient in, in, in Utah. Uh, my doctors uh, uh, recommended to me that I look into this years ago, uh, and uh, I would, I would uh, uh, benefit uh, uh, from this uh, as well. So it's, it's something that, uh, um, yeah, we need to do it right. We need to do it uh, for, for the people, uh, the, the law-abiding citizens that shouldn't be made criminals and risk losing their kids and their house and their job just because they want to take medicine and improve their quality of life. Now, I may be going out on a limb here. Uh, Utah is a state that for, until just recently, had some really uh, archaic uh, liquor laws as well, as well, far we as still do private now. clubs yeah. and such. Yeah. So I, I'm not even going to uh, imagine that legalization is coming anytime soon to Utah. But I have a personal stake in this. I'm actually a convicted uh, criminal in the state of Utah okay. for having possession of a little tiny amount of Interesting. marijuana. Interesting. And uh, is there any traction on the on the criminal justice angle. A lot of people now are talking about mass incarceration and those problems. Does anyone in Utah see it that way yet? Well, I think some are starting to, and you make a good point, and I like to tell people that there is a risk. I mean, and there are always side effects. Mm -hmm. There's always a risk, and there is a risk that if you, you know, bring marijuana into your life, into your lifestyle, you may do damage. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you, You may ruin your life. 
if you introduce government into that equation, you guarantee to ruin your go. life. Um, you know, I've known a lot of people that have uh, went to high school in Colorado. A lot of people that probably damaged their grades one semester because they got too far into it, walked away, decided I'm not going to do it or I'm going to moderate my, my, my intake. I know people I went to high school with that are still, that are executive, high-level executives that still uh, t t take it, uh, I guess, technically recreationally. Um, so, I, I, again, I... You know, it's the people that, that, that are in the low percentage that get caught by government, mm -hmm. that get their lives destroyed. I've seen too many people who have dealt with it on their own without government having to throw them in prison, without government having to take their money or waste their time, that have sorted it out for themselves. Again, I believe in the people that elected me. I believe that they have the smarts to make decisions for their lives much better than I or anybody else in government could. Mm. Pass that around, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell more of your, your well, fellows that think because that's a great in Utah. Yeah, claiming that we're so conservative, there would be more people that saw things that way. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed that more of my colleagues don't. It always seems that the drug war issues uh, seem to be the exception to conservative thinking. It's it's like you shut down your principles and you turn on your emotion and you just let it go. And and I'm glad you brought up also that. You know, uh, sometimes on our side, we get criticized for painting marijuana as this harmless panacea for all life's ills. And I'll, I'll be the first to say I've had bad instances with cannabis, and I know other people that have as well. Nothing's harmless that alters your mind and mood. However, people develop uncomfortable, bad relationships with food, sex, gambling, liquor, sure, cigarettes. And how much worse would that be if government was showing up and locking you up right. and forcing you right. to take urine tests and all of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I really had to learn a lot about this issue. I had to learn the difference between addiction and dependency. There you go. And I had to learn that as a, as a healthy person, when I was prescribed by my physician, when I was prescribed opiates, and I took them for over three or four weeks, that as a healthy person, my nerves were going to be conditioned to that. And if I went off it, I would have a withdrawal, mm -hmm. as he any healthy person does. Those feelings, that withdrawal sensation is not addiction. People can get addicted, as you say, to sex. They can get addicted to gambling. They can they get addicted. There's a show on TV about my strange addiction. There yes. was a guy who was addicted to, like, licking cars or something. Okay, you can get addicted to anything. Yes, some people, if they have those inclinations, could get addicted to, to, to cannabis. But the chemical dependency component is radically different. Sure. Having been prescribed opiates, having gone through the withdrawal myself, I understand what that feels like and how uncomfortable that, that that really is now knowing that there's cannabis that the that the side effects again there is no perfect there is no silver bullet for somebody who's suffering through chronic pain multiple back surgeries and so forth the, uh, there, there is no silver bullet but and i'm not here to bash opiates i mean i was over 300 pounds at one point and i was disengaged i wasn't active with my kids i wasn't doing opiates helped me to lose 80 pounds, to bring my blood pressure down, to re-engage, to be more active. So I'm not here trying to bash opiates. By the same token, they nearly killed me. Sure. I had a patch that burst. I was taking the medicine exactly the way my doctor had told me, just as many other patients that end up as a statistic, and it burst, and the, and the, the, the goo got out of my skin and, mm. and went in much faster than it was supposed to. Oh, no. My kids found me essentially dead on the couch. Wow. Okay, so... Again, no perfect solution to this, but if I take too much cannabis, I don't end up dead. Right. Okay. You might enjoy so, noodly guitar solos well, I more. might get a headache. I might, <laughs> yeah. But so we have to look at these things in the proper context. You know, in, in states that have this, the opioid overdoses are down by 25 to 30%. We have an, an epidemic in Utah. That would be, be the difference of seven to eight lives a month in Utah 
that would be saved if the people in Utah are at least as smart as the, as the people in the other 23 states? I believe they are. I have confidence in the people that elected me that they're smart enough to make these decisions by themselves. They don't need the daddy state, and they don't need the nanny state. They don't need the Democratic nanny state or the Republican daddy state making this decision for them. State Senator Mark Madsen from the state of Utah. Uh, do you have any contact information to give to the audience if they'd like more information? Or to uh, converse? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, get in touch with me, uh, Mark, uh, oh, I'm sorry, M. Madsen at le.utah, spelled out U-T-A-H, dot gov. Uh, and would love to uh, uh, get folks who are interested, have questions, or that want to support this, especially folks within uh, Utah that want to support this effort. We're going to our work's carved out for us. As I say, the opposition is organizing and mounting, and they have a, a competing bill that I'm calling a political placebo that gives people. A, a, I think it's designed to give my colleagues a chance to vote for something and 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 feel like they're doing some good without really practically helping anyone at all. It's one of it's it's I think it's kind of nefarious, but that's what we're dealing with. Utah State Senator Mark Madsen, I want to thank you for being here and I want to encourage even more generally our listeners out there in the red states, find your conservative legislators and start this discussion because there's so much on the conservative uh, agenda that fits this and it should be addressed. Absolutely. And you might be surprised they might be more on your side than you think. And Senator, thanks for being here and concluding our interview right at 420. Oh, no, appropriate. Th- thank you. And I'm yeah, very proud of the political coalition. We got all the Democrats and the Tea Party Republicans together on this, and we're going we're gonna to take it this time. All right. It's a bipartisan issue for sure. Thank you, Senator. Thank you. Appreciate it. Pleasure. All right. We'll go back to some music. And coming up next, we've got Stephen D'Angelo joining us. The Northwest tops my list, and yes, I'm thank you. Pissed, the women thinking about me coming down. Biggie size, my eyes, they only okay, so all the money flies wise, and I've been high all day. So, why don't you join me when I land? Put the stem in your hand, and I really want my mushroom cloud, and we'll fly away. I'm in the generate more green hello to all you happy herbalizers smiling trippy hippies and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance this is the grow show and i'm kyle cushman from food to fuel from remedy to resource welcome my guest ed rosenthal the guru of ganja let me ask you right now i hear your lighter clicking are you smoking indoor or are you smoking sun grown 
what am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. Right? <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to the Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Radical Russ with CannabisRadio.com. And joining us at the desk, we've got Steve D'Angelo from Harborside, from Arcview, and lately the author of the Cannabis Manifesto. Welcome, Steve. Great to be here, Russ. Always wonderful to sit with you and chat for a while. Yeah, we chatted just a while ago on my show about your book. It had just been released, the Cannabis Manifesto. And how has that been going? Well, it's been going really well. We've uh, we've sold thousands and thousands of copies. We've been number one in about three different Amazon categories. Wow. I've been touring the country and uh, doing readings. But what really means the most to me is just some of the comments that I've been getting, uh, hearing from folks who have said that they've finally been able to win over that uncle mm. or their mother or their grandfather uh, by having them read the book uh, or 
that they've finally been cured of their own lingering stoner shame. So uh, <laughs> great comments I've been getting. That's fantastic. I've got a copy of the book. I, I recommend it highly. Of course, I do most everything highly. So, but I'm bum. Uh, but uh, of course, Steve's been a- active for longer than I can remember. And of course, Harborside uh, being the probably the nation's or the world's largest uh, dispensary at this point. Well, right. you know, I could say that confidently a few yeah. years ago. The cannabis world is growing at such an incredible pace now. I just really don't know. We don't know for sure. Uh, last um, thing I'd seen on Harborside, you were still dealing with the uh, the feds trying to shut you down, trying to drag you through court. Recently, there was a decision in the Marin Alliance case. Can you fill our listeners in on how that might affect your situation? Sure. The decision in the Marin Alliance case basically held that when Congress said that the Department of Justice couldn't spend funds to try and block implementation of state medical cannabis laws, Congress meant what it said. Oh, really? The, yeah. the, the people that wrote it who said this is what we meant, they really meant that? They really, really wow. meant that. Hmm. So, so as <laughs> a result, the in, 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 Judge Charles Breyer has lifted an injunction that's been in place for 10 years blocking the operation of the Marin Alliance. That same principle could and should and will be applied to the Harborside case. So should the government decide to move forward, and this would be a great time for them to dismiss the case, should they decide to move forward, our first motion will be that they can't even send a lawyer into the courtroom because they can't pay that lawyer with our dollars. Right. And for folks who don't know, this was in a, a, I think it was a, a spending bill amendment or something they had added to one of the bills that said the Department of Justice is forbidden from spending any money for going after medical marijuana operations in these states. And they listed all 23 of them. California's in the list, of course. And then DOJ came back and said, oh, well, we're not, we're not disrupting the state. We're just shutting down dispensaries. <laughs> what, a, what a twisted logic that is. Oh, my God. Right. And in the decision, Breyer said something like, the government's, uh, the government's argument in this case defies logic. <laughs> defies logic, as much in uh, government dealings with marijuana often do. Uh, totally defies logic. And um, I also know, of course, you're active with the ArcView group and, and helping people to uh, get angel investors. Can you tell folks about that? Sure. Uh, Troy Dayton and I started the ArcView group about six years ago, and the idea was to help people who had cannabis dreams, entrepreneurs who had ideas or had small businesses they wanted to grow, uh, to get access to capital. And in those days, there weren't very many investors Mm -hmm. who were excited about the space, and we sort of had to... uh, persuade them and educate them uh, that there was real opportunity here. And so the great thing about the ArcView group, uh, we get together once every three months and we have conventions where we link together the entrepreneurs with the investors. But um, there's always a way uh, to get your idea in front of ArcView. So if you have a dream and you have a good team, go to the ArcView group website and you can, if you've got a really good idea, come present to our investors completely free of charge. Please do it. And they're much nicer than the guys on Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a way kinder version. <laughs> I'll bet it is. Uh, kinder. Get it? Um, we're speaking with Steve D'Angelo here. He's the author of The Cannabis Manifesto. You can pick it up on Amazon and other fine uh, booksellers. You're, spe- you're doing a reading later tonight, aren't you? I will be doing a reading, 7 p.m., uh, Changing Hands Bookstore here in... Phoenix. Excellent. Now, do you have any uh, figures on just how many cannabis entrepreneurs or businesses that ArcView has helped to uh, birth? 
Well, uh, many, 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 many. Uh, dozens, for sure. Mm-hmm. In just the last 12 months, we've placed over $52 million in about three dozen different companies. And wow. some of our companies have already gone, uh, and they're trading publicly on the NASDAQ, like Mass Roots. So it, we've, uh, we've raised a, a significant amount of money, and we've launched some of the leading brands in, in the industry. Medicine Man from uh, Colorado got their start. At the, at the ArcView Group. Yep. So, uh, if people want to contact for ArcView Group, what's the website? The website is arcviewgroup.com. Okay, simple enough there. Now, let me get your take on your state, California, where the legislature, after, oh, what, 18 years, finally got around to writing some medical marijuana regulations, and coming in 2016, Looks like you got, what, five, six, seven different legalization plans that are vying for the ballot. What's your take on the state of cannabis affairs right now in California? Well, the state of cannabis affairs in California is in flux. <laughs> <laughs> we are working through it. Uh, we, The legislature finally listened to the people who in 1996 passed Prop 215 and told the legislature to regulate the cultivation and distribution of cannabis. They didn't do it right. for low these many years. So they're, they've finally done that, but they've done it in a flawed way. So we, we still have some things we need to correct there. Hopefully that'll happen in the next legislative session. The initiative process um, is really a quest for unity. Uh, What we know is that we lost Prop 19 in 2010 by just a few percentage points. The same thing could happen in 2016 if we don't go into this campaign as a unified community. So I think behind the scenes, almost everybody who, uh, who has been working on this is trying to come up together and agree on a unity draft that all of the various different organizations can support in California. You know, up until this year, actually, uh, every fight to try to legalize uh, medical use or adult use has been backed by our side, the activists who are funded by some of the philanthropic billionaires. Now investors are getting into this. Of course, we've seen Ohio, California. you got Sean Parker, the, the my, uh, Facebook guy. Yeah, whatever he founded. But uh, we got these big money people coming in who maybe don't have a lot of knowledge about cannabis or the battles we've been through. Uh, does that worry you? And, and what would you like them to know? Well, I'm really happy to see people coming in with tens of millions of dollars <laughs> yes. to help fund initiative campaigns. So thank you, Mr. Parker, for that. Um, Yes, there's a concern here because this is a very complex issue, and you can be very, very good at passing initiatives. You can be very good at running political campaigns. But if you don't understand what the impact on real live people of that legislation is going to be, you may make some mistakes. So I think it's really important that the folks who are bringing new resources into the movement Uh, uh, open up good, robust lines of communication with activists who have been on the ground here for decades so that we can combine our forces and get this job done once and for all. Yeah, and we, you know, California, of course, is the crown jewel. It's, what, you got 55 electoral votes now, I think, uh, 50, something like that. The biggest state as far as the president's race goes for trying to win the Oval Office. And we got an election coming up here, 2016. So uh, this could have a huge impact on these uh, candidates and, and their race. What, what's your thoughts about these uh, presidential candidates and what do they need to know about winning California? Well, I'm really thrilled that we've already had a massive impact on the presidential campaign. This 
uh, our issue has been brought up and seriously debated as an issue at both the Democratic and Republican debates. That's a huge breakthrough. In the last election cycle, we were laughed off. And in every previous election cycle, we were either ignored or laughed off. This is the first time our issue is a serious subject of debate. So I think we've already broken through. Yes, and as long as we don't end up with a President Chris Christie, I think we should be okay on that front. He's been pretty uh, uh, anti-cannabis for most of his career. Well, I I think with the exception of Rand Paul, we heard almost every Republican on that that stage express rather Neanderthal attitudes about cannabis. So I don't have a huge amount of hope there. And quite frankly, Hillary Clinton presided or, or was stood by the side of the guy who presided over the tripling of the federal size of the federal prison system, mostly with our people. Yeah. So um, I, I like what I'm hearing from her, but boy, we need to watch her carefully. Yeah. And so get involved. Uh, you can make a difference and make sure that you're uh, getting involved with your local groups and contacting your legislators because now the conversation's happening. They're actually listening to us. They're wanting our votes and we can make a huge difference in that. Steve D'Angelo is the author of The Cannabis Manifesto. You can find him on Twitter at Steve D'Angelo. And any other contacts you want to give out? SteveD'Angelo.com. That works. HarborsideHealthCenter.com. All right. Steve, thank you so much for everything you've done and for joining us here at CannabisRadio.com. Thank you, Russ, and thanks for everything you do. Oh, I, I try. <laughs> All right, folks, enjoy the Southwest Cannabis Conference. We're going to go back to some more music and let Steve make his way to the reading he's got to get to. Okay, I just slopped coffee. We got it. Napster, thank you. I, I was going to say MySpace, I couldn't remember. Facebook investor. Yeah, I knew he was a Facebook investor, and I knew he was. Seeds, no seeds, that ganja's all I want. It's really all I need. Ain't nothing in the world like me. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. We don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee We don't take our trips on LSD We don't burn our draft cards down on Main Street Cause we like living right and being free We don't make party out of loving But we like holding hands and pitching woo We don't let our hair grow long and shaggy 
Like the hippies out in San Francisco do And I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee A place where even squares can have a ball We still wave old glory down at the courthouse And white lightning still the biggest thrill of all Leather boots are still in style for manly footwear Beads and Roman sandals won't be seen Football still the roughest thing on campus And the kids here still respect the college dean And I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee A place where even squares can have a ball We still wave old glory down at the courthouse White lightning still the biggest thrill of all And white lightning still the biggest thrill of all Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. 